0: achieve our full potential. Your journey to transformation begins right now. Let's do this. All right, people, let's do this. This is Tracy Harrell, and I'm so excited. I feel like the luckiest woman in the world to do this show called Bigger Than Me, because it really is so much bigger than me. It's really about bringing amazing people together to tell their stories, to help each of us, to help each and every one of us to live our best lives. And today, what is exciting? Again, I used to do the show, I used to do it one hour a week. It wasn't enough. <laughs> one hour just isn't enough. So what you're watching right now is hour number two with three amazing couples who spent the first hour telling us their stories, talking about their some amazing things that they went to, went through, but they went through it together. Lessons learned. We're gonna have them introduce each other really quickly, just like the fast version, the quick rapid fire version. We're gonna have you guys go watch watch the first hour, but we're gonna have you each introduce each other and say three words about the other person. So Nikita, I'm gonna start with you. Say your husband's name and three things you like best about him.
1: Start. My husband, Gerald Shadow Morgan and three things that I love, just three things. Three words, I'm gonna make it hard for you. They can go watch the other video
0: when you do it all detail, three words. You can describe them, you can do whatever you want.
2: Humble,
1: um, inquisitive, and- She means
2: Nosy. <laughs> <laughs> nosy.
0: What was the third one? Loving. Loving. And funny. He's funny. <laughs> Give him that too. Shadow, what three words would you use to describe your lovely wife, Nikita?
2: Beautiful, amazing, and inspiring. Mm,
0: he'd have no time, no trouble coming up with that list. I love it. Romy and Victor, what would you, uh, Victor, first describe your beautiful wife.
3: My wife, Romy Hancock, three words would be uh, Inspirational, loving, and faith. He's increasing my mm. faith with God.
0: Love it, Romy. Describe your your husband.
4: So my husband Victor Hancock, I would say brave, compassionate, and godly.
0: Mm. Don't you love that, Phil? In the house, Phil yes. and Andre. Phil, describe your beautiful wife, Andre. Newlyweds.
5: You said at first beautiful, loving, and faithful.
0: All right, Andre. <laughs> He's
6: amazing. He's compassionate and he has faith in God.
0: Oh, all right now. That first hour was amazing. I mean that that is that's the kind of you know, work that I'm just grateful to be on this earth to put forth into the universe. You know, like I said, you know, oftentimes we, we you know people we don't show these positive reflections of relationships that are thriving, right? we We're all in the middle of a pandemic. Millions of people are unemployed. you know, there's there's racial unrest around the country. There's all type of drama, trauma happening. And each of you have a story where you each faced, life altering circumstances, and you're thriving, you're thriving, despite those things. So we're going to start with just kind of the lessons learned real quick. And I'm going to start with uh, Andre and Phil, a little repeat, just real quick, summarize in, 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 in one minute, 30 seconds. How would you describe what you, what you shared earlier, Phil, about the lesson, the, the, the story about your encounter with cancer and her response to it, for people who haven't watched the first show?
5: Um, I think how she responded was more than I could ever ask for. Um, And I know God is good all the time.
0: All right. So, so tell us real quick. I said, I think I shortened you too much that time. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So 30 seconds, a little bit longer for those who may not have watched the first show. Tell us you had cancer. You you diagnosed with cancer. You presented to her, and her response. Just go ahead. And I, was di-
5: I, was, I was diagnosed with cancer. Uh, we hadn't been together but just a couple of months, and I told her that because of of us, even though we'd known each other for a long time, we'd only been together years. for a couple of months. You'd,
0: and you've known each other for fifty years. Am I correct?
5: Fifty years, very much so. Since nineteen, well, it's been before nineteen sixty nine, but I celebrated my fifty year. Uh, yes. But um, <laughs> but uh, we only been together a couple of months we've been knowing each other most of our lives. I told her I had cancer I told her that was a bit too much for her to try to handle being that we just got together and, and she could go on with her life and I, and I and we'd still be friends but I'd have to deal with this. She told me no she wasn't going anywhere. she's going to be with me until and uh, then God's hand came in and we're here now to tell you about it. that's our testimony. You know, how love conquers and faith conquers all.
0: Mm, I love that. And you guys got married in the pandemic. I went to my first virtual wedding (laughs) during your wedding.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Now that was something really special.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. It was so it was so nice. Did you happen to send any of your video to, to Nathan to share? I did.
6: I sent it to you and to him.
0: Okay, Nathan, I don't know if you're gonna pull something up, but I'm gonna give you a chance to do so. So somewhere in the end, we're gonna play, we're gonna play our way out with, with that loving video.
5: Hey, hey, it ain't no but the truth.
0: <laughs> oh, he said it's ready now. Oh, what you gonna show? We'll show us something. Go ahead. <laughs> Baby, come walk with me. Cause you've been away too long. I can live selfishly, and I know I was wrong, Oh, I embrace it completely. Hey. hey. My <laughs> Thank, you Thank you for that. Thank you for that. It hey, goes hey. on. It was three songs. There was like I don't know how many hundreds of video, hundreds of pictures and photos from you guys on the school bus together, down to when you just got married with gray hair. Oh my God, so nice.
3: Oh, did you hear that song
0: in the music? Oh, I was I was tearing up literally. I was tearing up at my first virtual wedding. It was so beautiful. That's how you started and ended basically. It was so yeah. Nice. Wow. Thank you. Thank you for that.
5: Thank um, you.
0: <laughs> it was so nice. So um, uh, Romy and Victor, looks like I lost the shot for Nikita Morgan. Uh, so we're going to go to Romy and Victor. Mm-hmm. Can you guys also really quickly do that one minute intro of your story?
4: Sure. Our, our story is, you know, we met each other after six weeks of knowing each other. We got married. Um, we just had a lot of faith and it was like, you know, catching up with my best friend is just, We've been together ever since the first time we went out and that's, that's just that, you know, um, I wrote a book, she believed she could, and she did. It's my story about being trafficked, having kids very young, being widowed and then going back to school and making, um, a masterpiece out of my life, you know, a masterpiece and a testimony to God, because there's no way I could have ever done any of this if it weren't for God. And I know that uh, God brought me this amazing man right here that sits beside me. We've been here, we've been together for 15 years. And my husband has taught me that the grass is not always greener on the other side. It's greener where you water it. (laughs) (laughs) Do you love that? It's greener where you water it.
0: So Phil, you're laughing, you must agree. agree
5: Well, you know, I've never heard that before (laughs) like that.
3: I like that. Right? (laughs) where you water. Yeah, where you water. That's right. Victor, Victor, tell us a little
0: bit more about that. Tell tell us about that.
3: So so my wife and I, we met at the gym where I was working out. And uh, just hit it off right away. Uh, Just something about her. You know, it was like we knew each other. Um, At the time, I had already been in the military about 12 years. And uh, got married shortly after that. I went to Iraq for my second time. Um, came back a different person. You always come back different every deployment. And she's been my, my rock. She's been my foundation, my strength, you know, my faith. And she's always brought me back to God because for a long time, I wasn't going to church. I wasn't, I wasn't spiritual. I was lost, so to speak. And she's always been that, that bright light that has guided me to where I need to be and who I want to be. Mm, wow, yeah. that sounds Thumbs so up.
0: beautiful.
3: Yeah,
5: it was.
0: <laughs> Feels like mm mm-hmm. yeah, uh-huh.
5: yeah, right, that's right.
0: <laughs> wow, what I love about you all is that you, you have these real relationships, relationships that have lasted over decades through trials and tribulations, and yet you're, you're friends and you care about each other in, in the way that, I mean, a lot of people just aspire to be in love with their best friend. So my, we're going to ask them questions about relationships now. Not that we're saying you're experts, but you must be doing something right, right? You're happy. <laughs> That's important, right? You've chosen joy. So we're going to ask you a couple more questions. So we had started, we ended the last um, session and we asked the gentlemen about communication and each of you shared your thoughts. I'm not going to ask the women. I'll start with you, Romy. What advice would you share about communication? What works for the two of you? Um, and what advice would you share with other women about communicating with their husbands?
4: Um, communication, you know, that is something that we had to learn the hard way. So I will say this, you know, as I was hearing, um, you know, another couple talk about um, how they communicated and, and the way they were repeating back everything. I, we used to get in arguments and one of our friends when we were stationed in Germany actually came to us and then he said, you know, I don't want your marriage to end but the way you argue is kind of scary. And he gave us this book, Love and Respect. And, um, I think that was our biggest shocker, you know, about what we were married, what five years at that point. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, we took it very seriously and we started like really working on our relationship and, and it's something it's a work in progress, right? Mm -hmm. Always. You have to listen to the other person's heart because what they're saying really matters. And I know that, you know, me and my husband, we have, I would say we're almost like opposites in a lot of ways. So, um, he's actually very sensitive to the things. If I criticize or anything like that, men don't want to feel criticized. They like to feel like the hero in the relationship and, and, you know, he is my hero. And so I would say that criticizing is something that can really cut deeply and that, um, you know, you have to learn how to get out of that, that rut and, you know, decide whether you want to, like you said it before, do you want to be right? Or do you want to be happy? And so I chose, you know, I want to be happy. I want to be married. I want to be loved by him. And, you know, this is the man that God brought me. And I'm really happy when he has a smile on his face. (laughs) I love that. You know, there's some
0: themes that I keep hearing from these amazing couples. I hear things about being, do you want to be right? or Do you want to be happy? Right? Do you Do you, 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 you're choosing joy. So I'm gonna ask you, Andre, the same question. We ended the last session with men telling their advice about communication and what works for you. What works for you? What's worked for you and he, you and Phil? Um, and what advice would you share with other women about communicating as a woman to men? Cause you know, they hear things differently, right? They process information differently than we do. <laughs> what, what advice would you share?
6: <laughs> well, I have to say that everybody is correct in saying that. Um, communication is the key and you do have to listen and I have to honestly say that um, we've had very few arguments and the disagreements that we've had have not lasted very long because my mother used to always say don't argue because that person you're arguing with they can't argue long by themselves so if we get to a point to where we're disagreeing about something philip always takes that road he just shuts down well i can't argue with him if he's not communicating (laughs) so so we don't argue very often (laughs) and he is he is my calm to my storm, so he keeps me grounded.
3: <laughs> he, he
0: does seem calm. He does seem calm, even when there's shenanigans happening. When we're at the church, we're in the media ministry together. Stuff stops working, kids. He's cool. He's just calm. It doesn't really matter. And he laughs. Everything's funny. I think. I think that makes a difference too. When you have someone in your life who's 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 just chill.
2: Like you, had a, you
0: you 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 almost didn't make it when someone has cancer someone's telling you you may or may not live another day so you have truly embraced what does your shirt say again
5: i'm living my best life
0: See, living Living my best best
5: life yes
0: and for me and i know you you do walk the street you walk this earth as as someone who's living their best life
5: you do know you have been around me you truly know you, you truly do. know that's you, right. can, you
0: can say it all day long, but if you're not really walking the walk, that's really the lesson. So thank you for joining us today. Hey, we this, didn't do did
5: New Year's.
0: All kind of all kind of celebrations together. So yes, okay. we, we are definitely uh, my, my, my wife know, telling me <laughs> <laughs> Don't you <laughs> love that? So Don't let's you. talk about that. Let's talk about that. So let, before I go to you, Nikita, let's talk about that a little bit, Andre. How how important is that little that little nudge. How important is silence? Because, because, right, when is it, when is it, you know, best to, because I'm even working on the silence thing. Like, we all women, sometimes we got a lot to say, it's either the man or the, somebody got a lot to say in the relationship, but other times you're like, just, just shut it down. How important is, is it for us to hear that
6: from each other and to listen? Well, he, he gets carried away sometimes. Yeah. And yeah. so I have to tell, tell him to <laughs> slow down and you know, so sit back and right. relax.
0: <laughs> and, and you hear her. You don't get offended. You laugh and you
6: shut it down.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I
6: had right. to do that during the wedding ceremony. I noticed. I, I remember.
5: <laughs> <You> <laughs> She's talking about, you laugh and shut it
3: down. <laughs> you
0: do. I mean, she says, hey, baby. And you just like, OK, she want me to so cut it out. So there's something about respect there's some respect there. You know she just has your best interest at heart. And Wait I a you minute. Didn't I, just a tell,
5: didn't, I, didn't I just tell you at the end of the first hour, I said, hey, I'm out. I'm going to go do football or something. You see where I'm sitting? I see <laughs>
3: Shadow's like, mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Shadow, <laughs> the game was being recorded. Y'all stop playing. Okay, Nikita. Nikita, I'm so glad that you two are, are staying with us because this is so valuable. Now, what advice would you share with other women about communication with the opposite sex? You guys are in a relationship, you've known each other for decades. What's interesting about your story is you told me you and he, Andre and Phil have known each other for 50 years. You were your husband's best friend, best man at his first wedding, best woman. You were the best woman at his wedding. Oh, I'm
2: sorry.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You didn't tell me it was a secret.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was sure. <laughs> some people need to be reminded. I'm just saying.
0: Oh, <laughs> she told me that. So t- tell us about community. These are decades you guys have been friends. Mm-hmm. And now you're in love and you've gone through the, some of the most difficult experiences. Give us that one minute for those who may not have watched the first show. Summarize real quick your story. Give us the one minute summary of your story together.
1: Oh, one minute um
0: well we and what you went through what you went through the trial that you went through and oh. kind of how he was there for you
1: oh okay we've been together um we dated off and on throughout what college
2: that's a sore subject
1: okay <laughs> um sore subject you should have been
2: mine in the first place we've been
1: together for 18 years and about 12 years into our marriage I was diagnosed with stage three breast cancer and it was um, it was very rough on the family and but you know looking back it was one of the things that solidified us as a couple Um, and as a family unit you know if you're able to come out of tragedy and still love each other and still like each other, um, you know you got a good thing. So that's it. I'm five years cancer-free now. Um, Just that experience has allowed me to live my best life and do some of the things that I've always wanted to do. We've traveled now, we never used to travel. We travel with our kids, we travel we do all those things that, you know, a lot of people say they don't have time to do. We make time for it. We do date night every week. Every week. We do date night on wow, Thursdays so that we can continue dating one another. And it's just, is this is my partner, you know, and we, we're not going anywhere and we love one another. So you have to do, in terms of communications, you have to do those little things that you used to do. You can't just stop doing it. You got to continue to date one another.
0: Mm, I love it. So what advice would you share um, about communication when it comes to, I'm a a Southern girl, so I know you are too, we discovered we were birthday twins. So we're both uh, Libras um so i'm gonna go ghetto for a moment for a moment um what do you do when he gets on your last nerve
2: (laughs) (laughs) whatever happens
0: He never got there. So I'm going to circle back around to all the couples because I think it's important. I'm going to start with you guys. I'm going to go to Phil, then I'm going to come back to Romy and and, and Victor. Because what's really important is we also got to give people lessons learned. Y'all are laughing and happy now, but you're not always happy. So at some point, somebody gets in somebody's nerve. At some point, somebody wants to take somebody out, but you've decided not to do so. So give us some lessons learned from both of you. Each of you can share your lessons learned about what do you do when you Again, you're, a lot of people are stuck in the house together. I mean, just set the, set the stage. Pandemic, you're unemployed, your kids are working you're, are at home and they're on your last nerve. So whether it's your, we're going to talk about kids next. We're going to talk about relationships right now. When that person that you love is on your last nerve, is doing something you don't like, is, is in some way infuriating you, each of you, will start with Nikita and Shadow. Tell us what advice would you share with others?
1: Well, I mean, I think uh, I think it was Victor that said, you know, being in a relationship is a very unselfish thing, and you know, me, I'm an only child. Um, I can be selfish at times, and <laughs> <laughs> and what I have to remind myself is, it's not all about me. You know, um, you got to care more about your needs more about the other person's needs more than yours not all the time but a lot of the time and so when it comes to i don't know disagreements arguments whatever you might call stressful times we we just fall back on the fact that we have to give each other space we have to give each other space and especially when it comes to shadow he is not the kind of, you know, he's not the kind of man where I can just, you know, keep screaming and going to the next level and going to the next level because that'll just totally shut him down. So that and, and, and we learned Tracy and Juicy Woman Academy, that is the wrong way to communicate with a man. So what you do is when he's ready to talk, I tell him how I feel. And then I think um, I think it was Andre, Andre who said he remembers, even though I think that, oh, it's not, you know, he's not feeling me or whatever. I can tell it'll be a couple days later, a week later, that he actually listened to me and, and, he, and he comes back and he tells me, you know what, I understand what you're saying and you were right. So I just have to know that those times are going to come.
0: Nice. Shadow, what what do you have to say about that? What do you say when, if, if it ever happens with that sweet little angel next to you, but if, if it
2: ever, (laughs) what what
0: advice would you share with men on how to keep it cool and
2: keep it together? So uh, one of our um, marriage counselors, um, the first one, uh, my pastor um, told me that is my job to apologize no matter what. So I can't let, we can't go to bed before I apologize. And I remember one time we had an argument. It was a pretty bad argument. And I, I was really on the right side. I'm sorry, I was on the right side of the argument.
0: <laughs> He's like, and, I was right.
2: <laughs> and, but you know, that's happened before. And I, could, I said, honey, I'm trying to find something to apologize for and you're making it hard.
3: <laughs> but
2: I definitely try to apologize because inevitably there is something you is know. it an apology or are you the initiator? I, I well, well You're the initiate. I initiate, but he, he, I, I do, I say, you know what? I'm sorry uh, we came to this. Uh, I can understand how you were upset with whatever that decision is. And I try to stick to um, not going to bed with something in the air. I don't want to wake up and we haven't resolved something. So. This
1: might not wake up.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, think I think we can all agree
2: with thing that. was telling y'all about Y'all think I was kidding. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, if we're to document and pause for one another lesson learned here, you hear a lot of people being intentional <laughs> about connecting, but you you have to be in that moment and decide in that moment, I'm not going to let this. Move to the next level. I am not going to go to bed angry. I heard you say, Shadow. Right? You're going to. You're going to decide. Who is this pastor, by the way, that told you you have to? <laughs> I need his name <laughs> and phone number right now, uh,
2: immediately. <laughs> she, she remembers him saying initiate, and he did initiate the healing. Um, oh. And but he also told me apologize. You know, because they're you know trying to find. Okay, maybe this is weird. Trying to find something to apologize for maybe that makes me think about it more. you know. Maybe, maybe that's just something he said to me because he knows how I think, you know. Um, but definitely initiate the healing because that's my job. Initiate expect-
0: the healing, I love that. Were you gonna say something
2: else? Not anymore, no.
0: Okay, sorry, before I interrupt, I-, I was just trying to repeat what you said. It was so beautiful. The words initiate the healing. Wow, that's beautiful. So I'm gonna go to you, Andre and Phil. Same question. In the middle of a pandemic, in the middle of kids being home, drama happening, people being unemployed and underemployed, and just racial unrest, there's some, you know, heightened stressors, right, in in homes and heightened stressors in relationships. Chips, what advice would you share with couples um, to resolve those things when that person is getting on your nerves, you're upset, y'all are upset, something bad has occurred, what advice would you share? And I'm going to ask Phil, and then I will ask Andre.
5: Well, um, it's funny you say that because when COVID came up, you know that there, was, there was a lot of talk of that. Like you say, you're in the house. You know, you guys just have to be there, so forth and so on. But uh, uh, it was a party. <laughs> I was happy to be locked up with mine. I don't know about nobody else, but and I told her, I said, "Hey, ain't this cool? I don't have to go to work. You don't got
6: to go." Damn, we can do whatever the hell we want to do. Oh,
5: Funny as it may seem, but hey, man, I'm at a ball with her being at home doing COVID. Hey, this one here, please. Yeah, it's <laughs> been good for me.
0: I love that. Don't you love it? Andre, don't be shaking your head. Every woman who's watching this is like, mm, ain't that special. So, Andre, right? That is so sweet. Andre, boy, he must get on your nerves. Then, If you ain't getting on his, that I means he ain't getting on yours.
3: Somebody. <laughs> I do. Oh, you're somebody's right. getting
0: on somebody's
6: nerves at some point in time. Andre, you're what right. advice would you share you're with right. them? Yeah. Well, I have to say that during the um, the, um, standby at home, um, it was actually um, quite comfortable. Uh, We didn't argue, we didn't have any um, disagreements. Um, We actually, as he said, we actually did enjoy each other's time together. Um, Prior to the pandemic, um, prior to um, me actually moving in with him, there were times that um, he would get on my nerves and I would just shut down. And that was something that he couldn't, he couldn't handle me not talking to him or not answering my phone when he called me. I would just give him that time that he needed to reflect on whatever it was that he'd done.
3: Ah. <laughs> I love it. Kevin trying to
0: figure out what he had done wrong.
3: I love that. I'm <laughs> like, yeah, right.
6: And then I would just open the doors of communication and we talk about it. And and we do talk a lot. We we communicate very well with each other. Um, we talk to each other about everything. So um, we're always able to work any differences out through communication. And I, I think it. that's very important.
5: Yeah, um, we I, laugh a lot, too.
0: Well, I see that. There's a lot of laughter here for all these couples. I think it is important for us to just... Well, <laughs> laughter
5: is very important.
0: <laughs> right? Chucha, why yeah. do you say that? What, what's, so, what's so important part? Why, why do you think it's important to laugh at yourself?
5: I think it's important because laughing makes you feel good. Don't you know you live longer if you laugh? You understand me? Because you think about your body when you're happy. Think about your body when you're upset. You know, that's why I tell, you know, I always say, I tell my kids, I tell my grandkids, I say, do the best you can about any situation that's going on in your life, no matter what it is. Do the best you can about it, right? Once you've done the best you can about it, you got to let it go and give it to God. And then you got to keep moving
0: keep it moving you, gotta, I, you, you have
5: to keep it moving you understand and once you do that you'll be all right
0: all right i love it okay uh Roman and victor same question lots going on in the world pandemic people are in the house together who should i ask let me see whose face should i ask first roman you're smiling so i'm gonna ask me first so who gets on whose nerves the most this is like the dating game who who gets on whose nerves the most
4: um i get on his nerves more than he gets on mine i'm sure of that
2: <laughs> so,
4: so then so then victor let me ask you the
0: question <laughs> my advice would you share with other women or men people in general in relationships? When somebody gets on your nerves, like really, when you're like on the edge, when you really think you could take them out at any moment in time, what do you choose to do and what advice would you share with others?
3: So so it's two part because we're dealing with a pandemic mm. and we're also dealing with relationships. And so for me with relationships, um, I always try to focus on the love. I always try to focus on a place of love. She's doing this or she's saying this from a place of love, Um, because sometimes I'm like, my enemies don't talk to me like that, babe. (laughs) (laughs) With
0: friends like you who needs enemies right now. (laughs) And
3: and if they did, they wouldn't be around. And so, you know, (laughs) it's like, all right, so she loves me, but I'm not hearing that. (laughs) You know, know, I I recenter myself, I reground myself and it's like, okay, what is it that, you know, I need to be listening and not hearing to respond? That's one of my biggest lessons in communication. I'm listening to what every word you're saying, but I'm only listening so I can formulate my response. And so now I'm like, babe, did you hear what I said? or were you just listening to respond. Those are, you know, two books that really helped us was love and respect but also men are from mars and women are from venus because we speak completely different languages. You know, I come from a place of respect, she comes from a place of love. And so when I say unloving things to her, she says disrespectful things to me. And so I have to go, well why why does she say that? Maybe I wasn't very loving. You know, and so that helped, but then coming from the pandemic, um, we've gone through a tremendous amount of turmoil uh, our, we moved in with our older kids to help them out. We had our son and our grandson move in with us because he wasn't working, you know, and so we've been through ups and downs and, and having that space to say, okay, you know, we don't necessarily agree on how we should handle this scenario or that scenario. We'll come back to it. You know, we'll, we'll you know, put a pin in it and, and come back to it. That, that has helped a great deal because we've helped our kids and our son-in-law tremendous. He lost his uncle uh, just a month ago. And so it's been, it's been really rough, you know, for different avenues. We've never been in uncertain times as much as we are right now. Racial divide, politicians, elections, you know, you name it, financial issues. And so this is where, you know, you really have to focus on the love. You really have to focus on what am I here for? Am I here to get rich and live by myself? Am I here to help people? Am I here to raise people up? You know, that that's that's my focus. That's my center.
0: Wow, you said there was so much there. There was so much there. Uh, one of the things I heard you say was, if she's saying something to you and you don't feel the love, you 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 assume. I think there's a lot of you you assume the best of her. Yeah, and then you're you're you mentioned the word love and the word respect, and I saw everyone's head kind of like nod and move right as well, in, in kind of agreement to that. So, uh, Romy, what would you add to this concept of resolving, connecting, staying connected, even though the other person might be getting on your nerves, or you might be getting on theirs? Like, what lessons learned would you share, kind of both ways? Yes, uh,
4: you know, I I think the best thing to do is listen to yourself, say it in your own mind before you say it, because sometimes you can say some really crushing things to somebody and everybody's communication style is different. I know that Victor is very, um, you know, he's a big, strong man, but he's actually very sensitive to words. And so I have to be careful with what I say because I have a very mean tongue sometimes. And so that's something that I've had to learn to tame because, you know, he, he does from what I've been hearing the other two men say, they kind of shut down, right? And so does Andre kind of shut down and then there's no communication because then he doesn't hear anything. He just doesn't talk to me. Um, so I've had to learn my way around it and especially during the pandemic, it's been really interesting. You know, I've been continuing to work, Vic's been continuing to work and he's retired, but you know, all of our older kids, we have kids from ages of 22 to 32 and their whole lives were turned upside down. They all lost their jobs. They're still not working. And we've had to help them and financially, you know we're great right together but when we have three other households to also supply it's gotten really real there's been some real arguments and um we had to settle it and i love how um shadow said that you know he he apologizes for something it may not be the particular issue but you know just so you don't go to bed like squash it before you know you go to bed because you know, honestly, we don't know if any of us are going to wake up in the morning. And I learned that at a very young age, watching somebody just choke to death, you know, on a piece of candy. It, you don't get a second chance to, you know, sometimes say the things that you want to say. And and I think it's uh, super important not to go to bed angry and, and to focus on the love that you actually have for your spouse.
0: Mm, I love it. And Roman, you have a very, a very, um, you all have some amazing stories. Um, I'm going to circle back through and talk to each of you about children because you had a child as a child. You basically <laughs> said you were sex trafficked. Uh, you had kids at
4: what age? I had uh, my daughter at 15 and, you know, just shy from a month of 16. And then I had my son at 17. So I have five altogether, but those two I had. Super young, yeah, I had no idea what I was doing. I actually bought the book by Dr. Spock, How to Be a Parent, because I, I had no idea. <laughs> so, so, I read it in a book, <laughs> it, I,
0: I love that, I, I, what, I, what I love about each of you, now I'm gonna come back and ask you questions about, I can't believe we only have 15 minutes left, can you imagine that? So we're gonna talk really fast about children, raising children. I need to hear your best lessons learned for people who have children, whether they're young or grown, just in general, if you could go back to yourself before you speak to yourself, whisper in your own ear, before you had children, what is the best lesson learned that you know now that you wish you knew before initially, before you had children? So I'm going to start with you, Romy and Victor, because you both have kids, right?
6: Yes.
4: Well, okay, I, I,
0: please. So I we're going to do, do rapid fire. So what would you what, what would you say?
4: Quickly. You know what? I want to say this. Children, I love to live like a child, and I love that. Um, you know, we have Phil over there and, and Andre, You know he lives like a child. I say the same thing all the time. Like I'll be dead when I can't play anymore. I love to play. I want to climb a tree. You know, I love to live like a child. I take my lessons the way they dream. You know, my daughter wants to be an astronaut a Marine biologist and the president. Hey, I love it. Like dream like that. Why do our dreams get crushed? So that is, you know, the biggest lessons uh, that I say, you know, be childlike with your child. It's amazing. I love that. Uh, Victor, your thoughts, advice?
3: Um, So I came from a very strict upbringing. My dad was very straightforward and very rule-oriented. And my biggest lesson was uh, forgiveness and and kind of flexibility because I was really stringent with our middle child. Uh, What? No, who's this person? She can get out. And so I had to really, with our two youngest, I am very flexible compared to the way I was before I ever started being a father. And I'm very like, okay, this is what I would like for you to do, but I know it's not going to go that way all the <laughs> time. So when it doesn't, I'm not losing my mind and being like, no, you were supposed to do, you know, okay, that's that's the way it went. I'm, you know, in a, let's try, let's try for better. Let, let's try to do it better next time.
0: I love it, I love it. Uh, Nikita and Shadow, what advice would the two of you share in your rapid fire round of things you wish you knew before you had kids that you know now that it would be an amazing lesson learned for others?
4: Um,
1: well, it's, it's really strange because we have, we have four all together. We have four children. And we have two together that we're still raising teenagers. And um, we have one child that is exactly like me, and one child that is exactly like him. And that, because we're opposite, they're opposites. So I have to say, okay, what do I love about my husband (laughs) sometimes? When I come against the child that is exactly like him, because it's like.
2: (laughs) And and the child is exactly like her. I have, I mean, he's artistic like I am, you know, he's musical, but he has her free spirit. And I don't understand this talking back to your parent thing. They have this whole, where they have this lovely dialogue and they talk through their issues. I'm like, we just had an issue with him at the Xbox. I'm like, get out. It's like, you know. Why do I have to get out? We're doing something. Why you got to come at me like that, dad? We're working on it. So for me, you know, um,
6: Right before this program. Yeah. I, I, I came from get out.
2: Uh, a single parent home. Um, very, very, very strict parenting. Um, I can't even say how strict. And I, the best thing we did when we first had kids, we said, well, let's try not to make the mistakes our parents did. We'll start from there and we'll build on it and i'm still building i still have a lot to learn so i'm working on it but i lean on her a lot
0: i love it Uh, andre and um phil what advice would you two share what what do you wish you knew you both have kids some of them are as, as old as 50 years old so you all have kids what advice grandkids maybe even what advice would you do you wish you knew before you had children that you know now that would be great advice for others and i'll start with you phil
5: um well one thing one thing i do know is is that uh with a child is very forgiving and and it doesn't it make no difference whether you're a good dad a good mom a child is forgiving one thing i learned about my children i was a merchant marine for 22 years so i sailed a lot and uh one thing i I've, I've learned about that is never tell a child no put it like this Never promise a child you're going to do something, get them something, or pick them up or whatever, and don't do it. That's the worst thing in the world you could do with a child. If if you're not going to do something for the child or if you didn't want to go somewhere with the child, don't, put, don't plant the seed. Because I did that as I was growing up with my son, and I oh, my God. I learned, if you're not going to do it, don't say nothing about it you know but if you are going to do it then do it mm. you understand because one thing that that a child does not forget is if you tell them that you're going to either play with them take them somewhere buy them something this that and the other you don't have to you don't have to set yourself up for that if you know you're not going to continue with it that's what i'm saying that's why i learned from my own experience with my own children and my grands go ahead yeah, that's baby.
0: great advice that's great advice andre what are your thoughts lessons learned
6: um i think as a parent you should um be there to support them in whatever way that you can in all of their um activities and endeavors and what have you and even if they're not good at it you know i coach track for 22 years so um not only Um, were my own kids running track, but we had several hundred other kids that were participating in the program. And you want to build their esteem up. You don't want to tear it down. Mm -hmm. So you want to always promote the fact that they're doing good, even if they're not. They're doing good because they're out there.
3: Mm -hmm.
6: And they may come in last place, but they ran the race. Mm -hmm. So I think... um, I learned through the years to always be there and support my kids and whatever they did, even now as adults. Um, And just let them know that you love them and that you appreciate them and you're really proud of whatever it is that they're doing. Mm, I love that. Can you guys
0: possibly believe that we have about 10 minutes, less than 10 minutes left? So we got to go rapid fire for these next two questions. So each of you are amazing you all living your best life. you're wearing a living your best life shirt and I know each mm. of you have told me in one way or another how you really are living your best life. So I'm going to start with you, Nikita and, and uh, Shadow. Um, as it relates to you're living your dreams, to living your best life can have to do with I'm just happy, I'm good, but you're also doing what you wish like you're, you would say you're, extru- you're you're happy, you're living your best life, and that you're living out your dreams, and you're continuing to do things that are things you've hoped for, that you wish for. And, and Shadow, she told me that you're an IT guy, you're a techie guy, but you also love music, and you play music, you play your instruments, and you do things, you just had a birthday, and she talked about how she celebrated you know, celebrated with you. Um, did you send a video, in about that? Did you yeah. send a video,
1: Nikita? Sorry, no, I didn't. No, okay, I, I was do. gonna Let's say, but he can sing right now. Why would you? Want to hear that? <laughs> well, you both. Well, I understand that you can <laughs> both sing,
0: and so we're gonna end, we're gonna end in song, actually. So I'm gonna have both of y'all decide when we come around to the end. Think of a song that you want to sing together. But in the meantime, talk about this idea of um, talk about this idea of uh, achieving your dreams. Like, what advice would you share with others, and what advice are you living your lives by right now? This is the question I'm gonna ask each of you how important it is to live your dreams, to choose joy, to be happy. The next book I'm writing is called loving the journey and living the dream. So no matter what's happening, you're choosing to live the dream. Talk about that and why that's important. 30 seconds.
2: Uh, for 30 seconds, I'll just say what um, Nikita said to me. I have, a, I have a million hobbies and martial arts and photography, whatever. And, and I was getting concerned because the time was running out for me. Like, you know, so like seven years ago, she said, "Stop thinking about your age, you know, think, just think about what you want to do and get it done. And that changed, that changed how I look at things. So now I'm just achieving and I'm achieving. And it's because, um, it, it's because she supported me and saying, don't limit yourself. And if you don't limit yourself, the sky's the limit. So,
0: and, wow. and that's where we're going. Don't you love that. If you don't limit yourself, the sky's the limit and age is just a number. I love that. Just get it. Just keep it moving. Yeah. Wow. Anything you, you want to add to that, Nikita? That was pretty hot. Uh, that was great. <laughs> okay, Andre, uh, Andre, and um, uh, Phil, you guys have you guys decided to get married? You've known each other for 50 years, and you got married after knowing each other for 50 years in the middle of a pandemic. So you're living your dream too. You're 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 having the best time ever over there in the pandemic, living your honeymoon life. So huh. what advice would you share with others, <laughs> Mister? I'm living my best life. Uh, 30 seconds. What would you share? Uh, what advice would you share with your kids and with other people about how important it is to live your dreams?
5: Yeah, I'll tell you this. I tell my daughter all the time, uh, you're not guaranteed a night in this life. You understand me? So therefore, live it like it's your live it like it's your best life. That's every day. You know, do the things you can do things about. Try not to do a whole lot of worry. You know, I've seen people, you know, you can worry yourself into the ground. Mm. Try not to worry, try to be happy and be happy around people that make you happy. I'm done. I'm getting this. You know, the whole time (laughs) up underneath the table, (laughs) he's...
0: Okay. (laughs) That's good. So Nikita and um, Shadow, I'm gonna have y'all sing and it sounds like y'all can sing too, Andre and and Phil. So think of a love song before we come circle back to y'all. Come on in the last few minutes. Um, (laughs) I
5: gave you a video.
0: You gave me a video, so that means, Morgan,
5: <laughs> Nikita Morgan, they keep putting it on you.
0: Y'all get something together. Just roll a few me. lines, just roll a few lines. Go on, and Victor, what, answer the same question about living living your dreams. If you have a song, type it in there, and I'm sure he can give you some music.
4: He's good like that. Go ahead, Romy. Shadow, <laughs> you should live passionately, you know? One of the things I've learned from my husband is that, you know what, it doesn't matter, snow, blizzard, rain sunshine whatever he's going out he's going somewhere to take photos he loves to take photos of landscapes of people um and so he's taught me how to how to live passionately about you know moving forward and feeling good like why are you here what is your purpose hone into that hone into like why why did god put you here whatever it is it could be little it could be big it's all the same in the eyes of the lord right so um i would definitely say that (laughs)
3: Um, mine is uh as a photographer i've been doing it my dad got me into it at 12 years old he wasn't a photographer mine has always been i've shot some amazing stuff but that's yesterday and so there's always that wait to do something better a better location a better sunrise a better sunset a better portrait and so i've always been the hardest critic of myself trying to outdo what I did yesterday. And so what I find that I've centered on is just being happy. You know, it doesn't matter if I don't take another photo. I've got to see some amazing places in my journeys through 20 years in the military and seven years retired. I've got to go to some amazing locations, meet some amazing people, make some friends, and create some awesome images. So for me, I, I take that weight off of that expectation to do better, to continue to always produce, and just try to be happy with being alive. Because as we've all said, tomorrow is not promised. You know, I could be gone in an instant, and I have to. I, ha- I have to make sure my family, and my friends know that I love them and I care.
0: I love that. I, what I love about that is that you are. Um... Uh, there's some themes here where you guys are all being very intentional intentional about living life. So, Nikita, are we ready for this thing? I'm to put you on the spot.
1: Not the singer in this relationship. Yeah. 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 The singer. Have
0: you, have you I'm the
2: business
1: have, owner. Have you convinced
0: <laughs> your husband to sing to I'll, serenade you out? Are you gonna serenade your wife? I'll give you, got you one a- minute.
2: You got one minute. Dry voice, taste of something.
0: You got one minute. Go.
2: (laughs) My funny Valentine, sweet comic Valentine, you make me smile with your heart. That's that's good, right? All right, all right, all all right, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. He'll just take us out. laughable, unphotographable. But you're my favorite work of art. All. all
0: right. Thank you. That's Thank awesome. you. Woo! That was awesome. This is Tracy Harrell. This has been an amazing, amazing experience with all of you. Thank you for sharing your lives with us. Thank you for sharing your lessons learned with us. And again, it is so much, so much bigger than me. Go out there and live your best life, everyone. You can do it. You can do it. We can all do it. I see it's bigger than me,
6: baby.
1: <laughs>